Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and today's guest is Katie Mack, local blogger and influencer. Here is Katie to talk about what kind of content you can find on her page and how motherhood has changed her approach to social media. Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential. I'm just excited to to have you on and to hear all about your experiences in Kansas City and what it's like from your perspective being an influencer. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I I was telling my husband, I'm like, I'm not cool enough to be on a podcast. Um, So I appreciate it so much. And I'm just really excited to be here on your show. How did you really get involved in the influencer community in Kansas City? And when did you start to realize that your Instagram was picking up enough steam to really be considered in that influencer category? Well, I feel like the word influencer is always still hard for me to even say that I am um, because I feel like to have such a big influence, you know, I always think of an influencer having at least a hundred K, but I really, I mean, everybody has influence. Um, but to kind of back up a little bit. So I actually got into the world of influencing and blogging because of my first job here in Kansas City. So I actually interned at a pretty well-known PR agency. Um, But after that, I ended up going to an agency where I was on the social media team there. Um, And I actually helped kind of kickstart the influencer program for a brand that I now work with. So like on the other end, which is just like a full circle moment, and it's just kind of funny and crazy. But because of that, and just being on the other side and like seeing how it all worked, I was always very interested in it. And I remember kind of joking around with my coworkers at the time, like, why are we because you know, knowing how much we're paying them, and you know, just knowing all the ins and outs and honestly, just how fun it is to be creative, right? Um, We always would joke about, well, why don't we just start our own blogs? You know, we know how to do it. You know, we know how to work with brands because we are, you know, the middleman right now with the influencer and brands. You know, at the time, um, this was before I had met my husband. I was just like, I don't have time. Always made kind of, you know, the excuse I don't have time, which I was very busy. Like I was very married to my job because I was single and, you know, that's, just what I did then. Not that I'm not married to my job now, but you know, it's just a little different when you're single and you have so much time to dedicate to your career in that way. Um, But it wasn't until I got married um, to my husband, Cooper, that I really started to consider actually starting and launching my own blog. And he really was honestly like the main drive and push um, to like, just me to do it. He was like, well, you have nothing to lose. You know, if it flops, it flops. At least you could say you tried. You would only regret it if you didn't start. So, um, yeah, so really it was that kind of that year after we got married, I really kind of started to shift my tone on my personal Instagram, I guess, if you will, and kind of, you know, started to like dip my toes and just like being a little more thoughtful of like what I was posting, you know, like, you know, not just posting, I feel like back in the day on Instagram, everyone posted like what they ate or, you know, like a quick pick of their haul of like Target or something. But I slowly started to kind of, you know, think a little bit more about what I wanted my brand to look like. So when I was like, Hey guys, like I launched my blog, people, people weren't like, wait, what? Like, why did you, you know, where did that come from? It was kind of more of a 
smoother transition. And I felt like because of that, like year prior of taking the time to kind of really think about like what I wanted my brand to be like kind of the strategy behind that, it, it kind of set me up for success in a way. Um, when I actually did like launch my, my actual blog, my like URL, kdmac.com. Um, and then from there, it was just kind of like hit the ground running of just, you know, whatever I could kind of get my hands on. I was just like ready and willing to, you know, give it a go. So yeah, it's fun to obviously have that creative outlet and yes, being able to then take your own creativity and really make it your own. I mean, that's the beauty of being an influencer with your brand. How would you explain exactly what your brand is focused on and what really keeps your followers engaged on your blog and your Instagram? So I feel like, I feel like now, like now, as in like 2023, it's a little different, but like when I first started, so I launched my blog in November of 2020. So it will, it will be three years this year, November. Um, no, it will be, it was 2019. So it was like right before 2020. Um, and then I, yeah, it will be four years this November. Sorry, I'm getting my years mixed up. Um, I would say like back then, I feel like it was more, maybe I'm wrong, but like the strategy was to be like super niche. Like you have like your main thing that you're always talking about, which I think is still a great strategy. Like, you know, you think of somebody you're like, oh, she's the girl I know I can go to for X, Y, Z or, or he, you know? Um, but I feel like with my blog, I've always wanted it to be a little bit of everything. So mainly like more lifestyle focus. Because, you know, as you evolve and as your life changes, I just wanted people to be able to come to my blog to kind of find a little bit of everything. So hopefully whatever season of life they're in, they can kind of feel like they can at least relate to me in either the current season I'm in or maybe a previous season from, you know, some previous content I have posted. Obviously, I understand you can't be everything to everybody. But so I just try to share like just what season I'm in currently, um, just a little bit of my life. I will say I probably lean a little bit more heavy on like the fashion and wellness um, since I am a pure bar instructor. Um, you know, I do post a lot about that and I'm very passionate about fitness and just, you know, moving your body in general. Um, so I will say, I, you know, those pillars are a little bit more heavy. And now that I'm a mom, you know, I do have some mom content um, with a little bit of humor. So kind of a little bit of everything, but um, which I guess probably isn't right. But I do this because it truly brings me joy and I said that from all the very beginning, you know, I started this to just have a good time. It's a creative outlet for me because I come from a creative background with, you know, my previous job being in social media strategy. And I always told my husband, I'm like, I will continue doing this as long as I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Like, yes, it's a job um, because, you know, I do partner with brands and I, you know, do consider it a job from that perspective, but I'm still having fun. Like, I can't even believe I get to call this a job necessarily. Um, I'm so grateful for that, but yeah, I just think, you know, I, I guess now I'm getting on a little bit of a tangent, but my number one piece of advice is just like, have fun with it. You know, it, don't take yourself too seriously, have fun. And I feel like as long as I'm still having fun, then I'm doing something right in a way. So Tell me a little more about the brands that you're partnering with and how selective do you have to be from your perspective of brands that you feel like you can truly believe in and then represent on your social media? Yeah. So I will say I, well, I first and foremost love partnering with like local brands in Kansas city. I'm super passionate about that. Um, obviously there's some times where I just, 
I'm too busy or, you know, personally in my personal life, or, you know, I am just busy with other partnerships or whatever's going on that I can't be everywhere all the time, like locally, but I do really try to be able to partner with, you know, local brands here, um, local small businesses and at any capacity, like I never expect to get, you know, compensated for small businesses or anything like that. I truly just want to support them. Um, cause I think that's super important. So all about supporting local, especially in Kansas city, Kansas city is so awesome. Um, but in terms of just like overall selection process of just, you know, when a brand reaches out or something like that, I will say I get, you know, a handful of emails, um, of potential partnerships and things like that. And, I think it's super important to be selective with that and just making sure it does align with like, you know, your vision or where I personally want my brand to go. Um, you know, I really only partner with brands that like, do I see myself like actually using this product? Do I already use it? You know, is this, that's always the best case scenario when I'm already using something or, you know, it's a brand I've always been passionate about. Those are like, you know, the, the amazing, like aha moments, um, but yeah, I think it's just like making sure you're selective, like not just like partnering with a brand just to make money. I've, you know, I've never been about that at all. Um, and I think that's just important too, because you want your followers to trust your recommendations at the end of the day. And, you know, I always, if it's like something like a beauty product or something that I feel like I need to try, I will just point blank ask the brand. I'm like, Hey, like, do you mind to send me the product ahead of time? Or can I try it for a little bit before I actually commit to partnering with you? And I feel like nine times out of 10, the brand's like, absolutely. Like we'll send you stuff. Like we feel like you're going to love it anyways. And I do feel like I end up loving it. Um, but I just appreciate, you know, the willingness that brands can give to allow that to happen. Cause I truly don't want to like point my followers in the wrong direction and they'd be unhappy. Like, well, why did she recommend this product? This like sucks, you know? Um, so I really try to be selective in that sense, specifically when it comes to products that I feel like you do need to try first. I'm always a little hesitant if a brand's like, no, like we don't do that. And then I'm just like, ah, that's a red flag. I'm out, you know? Um, and there have been some times where I've gotten down the road with brands and I had to, you know, pull myself out of the partnership because I'm like, this is just not aligning with my, you know, where I want this to go, or this just feels kind of icky, you know, and that's, that is really hard to have that conversation, but I feel like in the end, it's always just worth it to not commit to a partnership that just doesn't align with your overall vision and, you know, your morals and things like that. One thing with being an influencer is, is that self-awareness with your followers of being authentic almost all the time. That's really what keeps people coming back to your page and seeing what you're doing, following the links, you know, maybe using some of the affiliated links that you have because people can see that authenticity. I think everyone knows of followers, whether it's on a national level or other levels where you can tell that authenticity and the hard work of saying, okay, I know that I can stand behind this brand might not be there, but when you're following influencers and your followers, like they trust what you're saying because you're always really open. And I know on Prime Day, you even mentioned in your story being open about the affiliated links you were posting with your Amazon Prime finds and just being open with your followers, knowing when they go to your page, they're going to see you and you're going to be upfront as opposed to sneaky and trying to do the workaround. That really shows, and I think that really speaks to 
why people enjoy what you post so much because being authentic goes way farther than I think a lot of people even realize. No, you're so sweet. Yeah. I think that's so important, especially, I feel like, especially now, because, you know, anyone can post links on their, I mean, anyone has access to that. And so if I am posting something that I know I'm making commission off of, I feel like in general, people have a pretty good idea. Like if I'm posting a like to know it link or an Amazon link that those are affiliate links. And it does say it like on Amazon and on like to know it, like these links are commissionable, but you know, if you're not paying attention, you, you as a general user or follower might not notice. So I always feel like it's like nice to educate people on that again, you know, especially if they're newer to my page or something, I never want people to think I'm being sneaky with that. Um, you know, I'm, I've always been pretty open, like, Hey, when you use this link, you know, you're supporting me and my family. Um, you know, and some of the commission is like literally 10 cents, <laughs> but you know, it does add up over time. I honestly don't even understand how that all works. Like one day someone will buy something from target and it will say they bought like, or whatever it says, they bought like 33 things and I'm, I'll make like 70 cents. And then like the next day someone buys like one thing and I've made like $10. I'm like, what? I just don't even understand how that works. But yeah, I think it's just super important to be just trans. There's nothing wrong with being transparent about it. You know, people will use your link or they won't use it. And that's fine. Like, you know, I would never know. Um, but I've just have never felt like, you know, being transparent at the end of day is always like number one for me. And, you know, I will always throw ad on anything that I'm partnering with. Like, I'm proud of the brands I partner with. I want people to know, you know, that I'm proud of this brand. I'm proud to be partnering with them. So I'm throwing that ad on my story, you know, um, even though sometimes I feel like Instagram doesn't, you know, serve people your content when it's a paid partnership. I feel like we've all <laughs> dealt with that hardship sometimes, but um, yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with being transparent. And I feel like that's important. And it might be, I might be, you know, slow to grow, but um, yeah. How do you decide with your social media, how much of your personal life you're really sharing? Obviously you're sharing lifestyle content and being a new mom and really diving into that, but there still has to be some sort of boundary between what you do and don't choose to share. So how are you figuring out that boundary for yourself? This is a great question. And I feel like as I become a mom, it's become a little bit harder for me to decide like what, cause obviously this is a new part of my life and I've never been a mom before. So I'm kind of, you know, figuring it out as I go. And I feel like for the most part, I try to be, you know, I, as I was just saying, you know, being transparent and I do try to be as transparent as I possibly can. Obviously there are things and times where, you know, I'm not always sharing all the bad things. And I'm also not sharing all the good things, you know, the highs too, and not the lowest lows. But obviously, if someone were to DM me and ask me something, I'm gonna, you know, approach them, you know, wholeheartedly and give them, you know, a genuine response when I might not publicly be sharing that, I guess, on my um, stories. So like, with being a mom specifically in Collins now in my life, you know, her as a baby right now, it's a little bit different, but as she gets older, it's very like top of mind for me of being very particular about what I share. Um, especially, you know, one day if I don't know if my Instagram will even be around by the time, you know, she's 18 or whatever. Um, but you know, old enough to understand like what social media is and like, you know, being able to read and, you know, I just would never want to post something that she would look back on and be like, mom, why did you post that? Like, that's so embarrassing. Or like, this is my life, you know? And I think there will become a point, become a point in time where like she won't be shown on my Instagram as 
as much. And, um, and I do try to be pretty selective even now of what I share about her and especially with being a mom, um, because it's already so hard. Um, I'm only four months in, but it's so hard when, you know, you're seeing other moms and you know, it's a comparison game. It's so easy to like, kind of get swallowed into And I never want a new mom or anybody who's pregnant or, you know, anyone, it doesn't have to be a mom, I guess. I never want them to come to my page feeling like they have to, they're comparing themselves to me or they're falling short because I'm doing X, Y, Z, or, you know, Collins hit this milestone before their four month old hit their milestone. So there's just certain things I just choose not to share. Cause I just never want someone to feel like they're coming up short or, or the opposite, I guess too. Right. There are boundaries. I'm still kind of figuring them out um, as a new mom, especially with Collins. And I think those will just kind of ebb and flow as she gets older. Um, and obviously as like Cooper and I grow in our relationship and our marriage and, you know, hopefully, um, God willing, we have more kids one day that will just kind of add to the mix. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's good to kind of like reevaluate those boundaries. And thankfully with Cooper, we kind of have set like a little precedent, I guess, if you will, of like, Hey, if I ever post something that you feel like is maybe out of line, not out of line, but just like, you know, where my heart is with like what I want to share. And if you ever feel like I've like kind of gone you know, getting coloring outside the lines a little bit, like, please let me know, like bring me back in. Or if we need to talk about something, he's kind of just like my sounding board, I guess with that. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I'm just kind of learning as I go, I guess. Being a new mom, obviously we know the internet is very opinionated. Have you ever oh, gosh, dealt yeah. with negative <laughs> comments on your social media? And if so, how do you handle those comments? Yes. So I will say, um, I, again, I've only been a mom for four months, but I'm very selective of like the, when I ask like for opinions, um, on something or if like, I'm like, Hey, I really need help. Say, for example, like with transferring Collins from her bassinet to her crib or something. I'm very, I've got to like be will, open and willing to hearing all the opinions that come in because there are, I will say nine times out of 10, I get amazing, you know, DMs, very kind. And I know everyone is just honestly trying to help me out and give me good advice, you know, things like that. But as a new mom, it's just very overwhelming. Um, and honestly, just kind of creates more anxiety. Now that I know that, you know, I'm just a little more selective with what I ask help with, you know, but yeah, I will say I had a video over on TikTok. TikTok is just like a whole, like another beast, I feel like in social media, um, I had a video I posted of like Cooper and I making like we had like a pizza night and we do that every Friday. It's it's a tradition in our family. And it was like Colin's first like pizza night with us. So I was like, hey, we should like, you know, just video record it as we're doing it, you know. And, you know, most most of the comments were like, oh, this is so sweet. I can't wait for this with like my family, you know, moms who are pregnant or like newly just had a baby. And then like other people are like, this is so staged. This is so stupid or, you know you shouldn't be drinking and all this stuff. And, um, for some reason, I feel like I can let like TikTok comments roll off my back. Um, but there are some things that, you know, as a new mom specifically kind of get under my skin sometimes, but I just have to like ground myself and remember like Cooper and I are doing the best we can. We know we've talked to our pediatrician about X, Y, Z, you know, we know we're doing what's best for Collins. And then I think at the end of the day, I just have to like remind myself of that when I do get those like random comments or DMs here and there, which again are literally, I could probably count on my fingers. It's very few and far between. Thankfully, I'm like going to knock on wood because I don't want to jinx myself. But, you know, I just have to remember at the end of the day, like 
those people don't know me at all. You know, they're just like a literally a random stranger on the internet who for some reason get joy on like bashing people (laughs) on their videos or whatever. If it was someone who knew me personally, like my best friend, my mom, you know, Cooper, my mother-in-law or, you know, whoever. And they're like, Hey, like, you know, and they were the one to like deliver that message. That would be totally, that would be a different story because they know me, they know my heart, they, you know, know my intention. And so I just have to remind myself that that person literally doesn't know me. They don't know my life. They're literally seeing a snippet of a moment in time. So yeah, so thankfully, they're very few and far between. But I will say TikTok is just like, I can't even go down that rabbit hole. I don't know if you've ever experienced the world of TikTok in that way. But um, for some reason, that app just doesn't bother me because I'm just like, yeah, it's just fun, you know, whatever. But like on Instagram, I get you can ask Cooper, I like, sometimes when I've gotten like a mean DM or just like a weird comment on something that will like, kind of fester for a little bit longer. Um, but usually I, I've now I feel like I have thick enough skin where it's just like, people are always going to have an opinion. You can't please everybody. Not everyone is going to like you. That is okay. But I'm just the kind of person where it's like, I want to surround myself with people and follow people who maybe I don't necessarily agree with on everything, but I feel like that's good to like have different opinions and have, you know, follow different people who don't also have your same opinion. I don't know. I feel like that's a different topic. There's so many amazing things about social media. And I talk about a lot on the podcast that you, I could go on and on about the incredible things I've experienced from social media. But then there's also the side where with the use of social media in our world team, how easy it is to just type out your opinions and send it to someone. And when there's like, there's a negative tone around it, this sounds so silly because you think in 2023, this would be so obvious, but people forget that the individual behind the account is the individual, is the person. And they're going to read that. And you have to be selective as to what you're sharing. And then when people go and nitpick it, it's hard to not let that get under your skin. And it not everything everyone posts that I follow resonates with me. I'm not going to take the time to tell them that because it's my choice to follow them. (laughs) You skip over it. You just say, okay, that one wasn't for me. I love other things they've posted, but this one just wasn't for me. And And that's okay. And it's a good reminder that the person behind the post is a person and still has to read that comment. And that's going to sit with them more than it's going to sit with the person who took the time to type it out. Right. And I think that's the weird thing about when people call us like influencers or bloggers, like, yes, we have like this platform in a way, I guess. Um, Or, you know, we just choose to share like publicly the things we love or things that are inspiring us or, you know, whatever it is but we're just people like we're just like you, you know what I mean? Like we are more similar than you think. Like we're not just this, like, I don't know, like people put us more like on a pedestal in a way, which, you know, when you do have influences, you do have a lot of, you know, a large following, like, you know, not that you're put on a pedestal, but like just making sure you're using your voice for good. You know, there has been some instances in the past where I feel like people are, you know, get frustrated with larger influencers who aren't, you know, sharing about certain topics or things like that. And, um, you know, to each their own. And, you know, I hope everyone at the end of the day who does have a large following chooses to use their platforms for, for the greater good. 
but at, you know, kind of to your point, like we are still just people, you know, we make, you know, we make mistakes just like you do, you know, it's just like, sometimes ours are more like publicly known, you know, cause if we shared something, you know, like as a mom, like, if, you know, I, I think I had Collins, like when I was first learning how to wear her in my Solly wrap and she was a little too low. Well, I didn't know that. And, you know, thankfully, again, like I mentioned earlier, like everyone was super kind, like, hey, she just needs to be a little bit higher. Like you should be able to kiss the top of her head. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, I literally had no idea. She's, you know, she's right here. I can see her breathing. You know, she was not in harm's way by any means, but, you know, I would never have known if no one told me that because, um, you know, my mom, I don't think they could even baby wear back then. I don't even know if they had that, you know, there's so many, so much stuff has changed. Um, so just something like that, um, just being kind, like, we're just, we're all learning together. We're all figuring out life at, you know, maybe different seasons, different paces, but, uh, we're all just doing our best. So when you think about the time and effort that you put into blogging and being an influencer, what are some of the things you really love most about what you're doing and what you're sharing publicly with your followers? I think the thing I love about most Um, when it comes to like my followers is like the one-on-one connection I get like in DMs. Um, Especially I feel like now in this season of like being a mom and even before then, of course, but now it's just a little more top of mind of just like conversations having, you know, with other women who are currently pregnant or, you know, they just had a baby like a week before I did or a week, you know, their baby's really close to con. So we're really in the same season and like connecting with them in that way. And just knowing like, you know, I might never meet this person in real life, but I feel like I've like formed this connection with um, my followers and, you know, others more than some, just because, you know, we connect more in the DMs than, you know, someone else, but who might be newer to my page or something. But I think I just love that one-on-one connection. Like anytime someone DMs me, like I love it. And granted, I will say I've gotten a little behind on my DMs. So if you're listening to this, you follow me, you're like, well, she hasn't messaged me back. I'm like, I'm doing my best. I try to like give some time like each day when Colin's napping to try to like, you know, crank some out and kind of do a big sweep. Um, So I'm sorry, I'm learning my new my new groove as a mom. But I will say my that it has to be my favorite part. I just love that connection. And I love hearing people's stories. And I love, you know, sharing my story with them. And if there's like any way I can help them and just better their day. And that's also why I love being a fitness instructor and just, you know, allowing people to move freely in my class. Um, I just love that connection with them and just knowing like that small bit of that I was a part of their day made their day better. And, you know, sometimes when I'm connecting with people in the DMs and they're just like, oh, it's just like, so relieving to hear you've gone through that or thank you so much for that advice. That makes me feel like more normal that I feel this way. Like that just makes me feel like I'm doing my job, even, you know, doing my job, I guess, even though no one would know, no one would know I've made that connection in my DMs. But um, I feel like at the end of the day, that is what I love so much. And then personally, I also just love to be creative. So I love coming up with hopping on a trend and trying to, you know, kind of like curate that for my brand. And I just think it's, I, I just love it. I just think it's so much fun. What are some of your favorite things about living in Kansas city? So I didn't grow up in Kansas city. Um, my husband did. I moved here right after I graduated from K-State go cats. I had to put it, put that in here. Maybe it will get cut out, <laughs> but, um, I moved here right after I graduated, which I graduated, um, 
in December of 2013. So like literally right in the middle of the year. So not your like traditional May and started my internship at my PR firm. And I just felt like instantly, like once I got here, like everything, I grew up in Wichita. So in Wichita is great. Like, I feel like Wichita is a great place to like raise a family. And, you know, I just knew I didn't want to settle down there. I, I, I loved like the big city feel, but also still like small town kind of, you know, like everyone's super friendly, obviously it's Midwest. Uh, but I, I just loved like living downtown. Like that was so, so much fun. Um, you know, in my single years to like live downtown and really just kind of be around the plaza and, um, just being close to like the new bar or, you know, the new restaurant that just popped up. I think that's probably one of my favorite things. There's always something new, like coming or, you know, a new restaurant to check out a new, um, cocktail bar to check out. Um, I love like all of our different variety of restaurants and I'm not a foodie necessarily. Um, but I just love trying new spots. I just, you know, I love a good hole in the wall too. I love like the tradition of Kansas city in that sense too. But like we have so many good restaurant spots and so many I've yet to go to. I need to start like making a list of all the places that I really want to go check out that I haven't um, been able to yet continuous growth that Kansas City is seeing and experiencing right now, I think makes not just being an influencer here, but just living here in general right now. So, so exciting. Last week, I had a guy named Eric on to talk about Penway Point and that construction downtown. And it was so fun to talk to someone who's been really involved and hands-on in these physical changes happening to Kansas City and to hear about the growth that Kansas City is experiencing I could not think of a more exciting time to be here and feel like an ambassador of the city of trying to consistently promote all of these awesome things and get people as excited as I feel about the things that we're seeing. I totally agree. I, and I also love it when people are like coming to visit Kansas city and I, you know, I get to tell them like, okay, well go check out my, you know, Casey spots highlight on my Instagram you know, where are you going to be? Like, I love kind of like setting up an itinerary for them because, you know, I want them to have like an amazing experience. Right. Um, so like, hopefully they'll come back, but just to like get a really good taste for like what the city has to offer. And it's like, it's so hard to even narrow down, like, okay, what are the best spots that I need to send this person to, you know? Um, cause there's just so many amazing spots. True. Like truly, I love it. Um, and I, that's coming from someone who almost like before I met Cooper, I was literally looking to move to either like New York or Chicago or Austin. Those are like my three spots. Cause I was like, you know, I'm still single. Haven't really met anybody, um, that I'm really serious about, you know, this would be the time to move. Um, and I don't, who's to say I actually would have followed through with that, Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And I'm so, so glad that, you know, I met Cooper when I did, um, cause you know, we've just have built a home here and I really honestly don't foresee us ever, ever leaving. So if you could change something about Kansas city, what would that be? Well, this is, uh, obviously impossible, but if we lived closer to the beach, that would just be my perfect scenario because I love going to the beach. Um, but I, I feel like there's been talks of them moving the Royal stadium downtown. Um, I'm not sure if that's like a hundred percent happening. I, 
feel like it is, but I, I'm really excited about that. Um, I think that will be awesome. So I'm excited for that. If that's happening or not, um, obviously I wish the airport was just a little bit closer for those like early flights. We're actually taking a coop or Collins first trip to the beach here, um, like late fall. And I'm just like, we were trying to pick, you know, what flight to take. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to wake up at this time to get there, you know, at this time and with the baby that adds like two more hours to our commute, you know, joking, obviously. So, um, I know that's obviously not going to happen because they just built the new airport. Uh, I just selfishly wish it was a little closer, not so far away, but yeah, I mean, I just, I love Kansas city so much and I just can't wait to see like how it evolves even over the next like five years. Well, I would love to know what's one thing that you wish Kansas city had that so, we don't currently have. Yeah. I think for me, the few things that really pop out is number one, to me, which I feel like is like the obvious answer just in a metropolitan area is better public transportation. Uh, I've talked about that a lot, but more specifically, and I think this is something Kansas City really had pre-COVID is really the food truck scene in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I know there is First Fridays and there's always the big lot where a lot of the food trucks park. But when I first graduated college in 2016 and moved to Kansas City, all of my friends worked in offices, worked in person and worked at Corporate Woods. They worked downtown. They worked in Lenexa, sort of all around. And everyone used to talk about the food trucks that would come during lunches to all these different areas and rotate and pop up because people were in the office more. And it was a great way to get business during the the lunch hour rush. Since, since people are not in the office as much, that need for food trucks just isn't there as much. And I feel like that was really prevalent in Kansas City pre-pandemic, and we just haven't seen that as much since. Yeah, sounds like you should start your own food truck. Like, get this going again. <laughs> oh, gosh. I would no, definitely. I totally, I totally agree, though. Yeah, I uh, when I worked in my agency job that I was talking about earlier, we would have food trucks all the, you know, obviously this was pre-COVID. They would, we always had, I feel like in the summer they did a little bit more. I'm pretty sure like every Friday or we, you know, it's like food truck Friday or something. We'd have a new food truck and, you know, they'd be down there in the parking lot. So if we wanted to, we could go out, you know, we didn't have to, but it was so fun to like have that option. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Is there anything else you would really want people to know about what they would be able to find in terms of content? I think just one thing. I would just want to say, and I feel like I can speak for not like a lot of people, but you know, influencers, bloggers in general, like what you see on our pages is literally just a snippet of our day. What, like, while I do try to be, you know, as genuine or come across as genuine as I possibly can, you know, you still are only seeing a very small fraction of my life. And I feel like sometimes people, you know, Sometimes they feel like, oh, you just look so put together all the time. And, you know, I really do try to authentically show up and not use filters on my stories. And like, like, this is what I look like. Like, I'm a hot mess today. You know, I like haven't even brushed my teeth yet. You know, it's 4 p.m. Like, that's disgusting. But, you know, I'm a mom now and that's like just forgot. Um, But I think just reminding people, you know, I don't have it all together. Like, no one does. Um, And you know, again, I'm just, you know, trying my best and to just never compare yourself, I guess, to what you see on my page or for anyone on anyone's page for that matter. Um, 
you know, we're probably more similar <laughs> than you think. Um, even if it does look like, you know, I have my ish together, you know, maybe I did that day, but the next day probably don't. <laughs> um, and you know, when you see a pretty picture, like all curated, like there were probably 50 more that I had to take, or, you know, maybe not 50 exactly, but you know, to get the shot, as you know, um, it takes more than just one picture. So just keep that in mind <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, just like, don't take anything you see on my page too seriously. You know, I do try to be as genuine as I can, but you know, as a new follower, you might be catching me on a good day or something like that. But really, I just hope like, at least when you leave my page, you just, you found something that maybe inspired you or, you know, just to, or maybe something to try or, you know, a new recipe or, you know, just whatever random thing I shared, um, you know. I just hope you leave inspired. I always want you to leave my page feeling good. I never want you to feel like bad about yourself or anything like that. That's never my intention or um, hope. Um, I always want you to leave my page happy and inspired and, you know, hopefully coming back um, and always feel free that you can message me. I love, 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 love um, connecting my DMs. Please always DM me. I will try my best to get back to you as, you know, quickly as I can. I can't promise a very quick response, but I do try to get back to all my DMs as best as I can, um, because that is just that, that connection there is just my favorite part. I think the brightness that you bring to Instagram are so authentic. People leave your page just like feeling happy and you show the real you. I hope any listener of the podcast who doesn't already follow you sees your page and if the page resonates with them really does follow you just because your page is a page I look forward to seeing and seeing what you're up to well you're gonna make me cry that was so nice <laughs> um but yeah I I truly I obviously can't speak for other communities but I feel like the Kansas City influencer community has been so awesome like I I mean I really have never met a bad egg at all like I feel everyone is just very supportive and you know, wants the best for everybody, at least in my, in my experience. And I hope that for you as well. And other people who might be listening, who are also influencers or bloggers in Kansas city. Um, I just, I, I even was, um, I have a really good girlfriend who I've met through Instagram, um, but she lives in uh, South Carolina currently. And she's just like, man, I just like, I want to move to Kansas city be near you. But she's like, I would love to just like be in your guys's like influencer community. It just seems like you guys really just are genu genuine and you support everybody. I'm like, honestly, like I can attest to that. Like I've, you know, for some things I've done in the past, like in just having the influencer community show up for me or, you know, and hopefully I can return that favor to others in the future or if I already have, but um, we just like show up for each other. And I think that's really cool. I want you to plug all of your stuff and share where people can continue to follow along everything that you're posting. Yes. So you can find me at Katie Ann Mac. Um, so M-A-C-H it's, that's pretty much my handle for everything. Instagram, TikTok, I'm kind of dipping my toes in TikTok. Um, and my blog is just katieannmack.com. So, um, and threads is new. So I am on threads. Um, so you can find me through Instagram there. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for stepping away from motherhood for a little bit of time and just coming on and and sharing your infectious positivity uh, with your Instagram and everything that that you do. So I um, just really thank you for coming on and taking the time to, to chat with me. Oh, absolutely. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Be sure to check out Katie's Instagram and blog.
As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KCBySari. See you next week. Casey's Confidential. Casey's Confidential. Yay. Kansas City's best. Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential.